Hey guys, welcome back to Fleeky Foods and Friends, my podcast. I'm Liz, and today I have another list for you guys. Let me know if you guys like this style of episode, um, where I kind of rank like my favorite restaurants, or in this case, today we are ranking my favorite gluten-free and dairy-free alternatives. Just let me know if these are helpful for you guys, or if you enjoy listening to them, that would be great. So before we get into today's episode, like I always say, if you could rate and review my podcast on Apple, that would be so amazing if you guys like this episode or like any of the other episodes, that would be awesome. And also if you have any ideas for episodes in the future or any guests that you want featured on the podcast, that would also be great. My DMs are always open on Instagram. My Instagram is Fleeky Foods. That's F-L-E-E-K-Y Foods. And I love hearing from you guys, so that would be awesome. Today is the 10th episode, which is kind of crazy to me. It feels like I just started this podcast. Um, But thanks for sticking around and listening if you do. I really appreciate it and just love you guys. So without further ado, let's get into today's list of my favorite alternatives for traditionally gluten-filled and dairy-filled products. So I'm kind of going to go by like category today. So the first category are my favorite gluten-free breads. So my all-time favorite is the brand Canyon Gluten-Free. I believe it's called Canyon Bakehouse. From what I know, they're available at most grocery stores. I know I think Whole Foods sells them. A lot of like my local grocery stores around here sell them. It's not like a super obscure brand. So I highly recommend it. Their cinnamon raisin bread is delicious if you like that. And they also have really great just plain bread. And a great English muffin is the Food for Life brown rice English muffins. They are so good. Last summer, I used to have a English muffin with avocado and a poached egg and spinach like every day for breakfast and I never got sick of it. They're so good. They're so, they crisp up so well and they just hold together so well, which can be so hard for gluten-free products. I'm sure if you're gluten-free, you know that. And they're just great. Great taste, very hearty. I like them. So the next category is tortillas. I have a lot of tortillas that I like and they're all kind of special in their own way. So the first one is Nuco by Coco. This is a coconut meat tortilla and they're super good. It's definitely a stronger coconut flavor. So if you don't like coconut, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, But they hold together really well and they're super tasty. I like using them as like wraps. Um, Like I said, they hold together super well and they give a nice extra taste of coconut. The next brand of tortillas that I like are the Siete ones. These are obviously a fan favorite. Um, I think Siete is probably one of the biggest brands of tortillas on the market. And they have so many different types of gluten-free flour-based tortillas. I know there's like chickpea ones, there's almond flour ones, cassava ones. Seriously, any type of gluten-free flour you can think of Siete probably has a tortilla that is made of this. (laughs) They also, side note, have really great tortilla chips that are also grain-free, and they have a hint of lime, one that I haven't tried, but the hint of lime Tostitos were always my favorite growing up. 
So I can't wait to try them. Okay, back to the, back to the tortillas. Um, these also hold together super well. They are a little bit smaller for, for my liking, but I know they recently came out with like a big burrito sized one. So I still have to try that. But they hold up super well and they have a very flour tortilla taste, which can be kind of hard to come by. And just a side note, most corn tortillas are gluten-free to begin with. So this is more of like flour tortilla alternatives. The next one is Food for Life brown rice tortillas. These are massive and they also hold together pretty well. They're a little bit flakier. And I used to, my senior year of high school, my breakfast every day at my dad's house would be one of these tortillas a banana and I would spread peanut butter on it and roll it up and I was always late for (laughs) always late for school and I would eat it in the car with like a little napkin wrapped around it it was a tradition honestly but it was super good and really filling they like I said hold together super well pretty hearty the next two that I have are ones that have more recently come into my life one of them being egg life I eat egg life as a snack, (laughs) as a dessert, um, as a lunch. I literally use these for everything. So there's four flavors. There's an original, which is the one that I'll use for like dessert. I make a little churro kind of tortilla sometimes. I know I posted about that before, but it's basically just like an original egg life with some cinnamon, some monk fruit, and I just fry that up in a pan, roll it up, eat it, There are also, Southwest is probably my second favorite flavor, and Italian or Tide. I'm not a big rye person. They have a rye-flavored one. If you like rye bread, you would like this, but I just don't really like rye bread to begin with. Their Southwest ones and their Italian ones are so good. The Southwest ones I use for, like, tuna wraps. I just mix up some canned tuna with hot sauce and mustard, which kind of sounds gross but it's super good I promise (laughs) and just roll those up and have that for lunch and then I also make calzones with the Italian ones there's a recipe for that on my Instagram so if you want to try that out I highly recommend it this it's just super good and they are so packed with protein it's five grams of protein per wrap and as someone who I feel like is always looking for more protein I love these. Um, They're not vegan, obviously. They're egg whites, so they are gluten-free and dairy-free, though. The second one that is newly in my life are these Crepini wraps. They hold together super well and are massive. They're really thin, so you wouldn't think that they would hold together well, but honestly, they do. They rip sometimes, but it's only if you, like, fill it up too much. But they're super foldable (laughs) would be the word that I would use. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but sometimes gluten-free wraps can just kind of crack when you fold them. But these ones are so flexible and like malleable. I love them. I also eat these plain. They kind of taste like a crepe to me, which I'm sure is why they're called crepinis. (laughs) But I can also use them in like savory ways, sweet ways. I get these at Costco. They have like a 10-pack or a 15-pack. Um, and like I said, they're massive. It's cauliflower and egg whites combined. So it's pretty similar to the egg life ones, but I use them for relatively different things, if that makes any sense. And they're not flavored. 
So a request that I got from one of you guys was a, an alternative for pizza crust. So I have not tried the Bonzo ones. They're, they just came out, but I have heard great things about them and that obviously Bonza is known for being like protein packed. So this is a great alternative if you want more protein in your pizza crust. There, it's chickpea based and like I said, I haven't tried it, but I have heard really good things. So if any of you guys try it, let me know. But one that I have tried is the Cauliflower frozen pizza crust. They also make pizzas, but I believe it's regular cheese on them. And so I just use the plain frozen pizza crust and add my own dairy-free cheese or any toppings that I want. I love a build-your-own-pizza night, so this was my go-to last summer when I would want to do that. And another alternative that I love is making little tortilla pizzas with any of the tortillas that I have just mentioned. And like I said, the Egg Life ones, I love using the Italian ones for pizza and also calzones. And lastly, for pizza crust, if you want like a full dairy-free, gluten-free pizza pre-made, I used to always eat the Daya frozen pizzas. They were perfect for just popping in the oven for a quick dinner when I was in high school. These are also great for college kids because like I said, you really just pop it in the oven. And Daya is obviously a big vegan brand, but their pizzas are also gluten-free. The next category is pasta. So coming back to my protein-packed love, Bonza. <laughs> they have great chickpea pastas. These are the closest gluten-free pastas that I've found to real pasta. So these are perfect for like mac and cheeses when you want like a really sturdy pasta. They have different shapes of noodles. So you can really find whatever you're looking for among their pasta line. If you want more of like a floppy noodle, <laughs> I like miracle noodles. I know that there's mixed feelings about miracle noodles, but I don't think that they have like a weird aftertaste or anything. I found that what's really important is just making sure you fully rinse them before you put them in the frying pan. There's instructions like on the uh, bag of how to make them. But I feel like most people who have that weird aftertaste with Miracle Noodles, it's because they didn't rinse them well enough. Another gluten-free pasta that I love are kelp noodles. I have not been able to find these at the grocery store yet. Honestly, I kind of forget to look, at, look for them when I go. But I've had them at restaurants and they are so good. I talked last week about the restaurant Uncooked in the West Loop in Chicago and they make their cacio e pepe with a kelp noodle and it was so good. It tasted just like regular spaghetti and they have very similar nutrition facts to Miracle Noodles. So if you are looking for a different kind of pasta that's similar to Miracle Noodles, if you can find kelp noodles, I really like them. The next category, we're kind of getting into the dairy-free section now. So the first category are cheeses. So cheese was one of the toughest things for me when I went dairy-free. And I was never able to find a dairy-free cheese that didn't kind of taste plasticky. There are many dairy-free cheeses that when I tasted them, tasted kind of strange or it didn't melt super well. So I feel like I've scoured every type of dairy-free cheese. So 
I've probably tasted most of them, and these are my top favorites. So Miyoko's, relatively pricey. I usually don't splurge on Miyoko's because I've found cheaper alternatives, but Miyoko's is great for like a cheese wheel. If you're making like a vegan cheese board, Miyoko's has cheese wheels that I feel like other companies, it's usually like slices or shreds. So Miyoko's is great for if you're building like a little charcuterie board. And they have more elevated flavors, I'd say. Like they have like a smoked mozzarella, stuff like that, where it's more like refined cheese. So I like Miyoko's. They also have a great butter side note. Um, And the next is Follow Your Heart. So Follow Your Heart was my first cheese that I found that I was like, wow, this tastes like real cheese. And it melts so well. I would say Follow Your Heart definitely melts the best out of all the dairy-free cheeses I've tried. I use it a lot on my sweet potato tuna melts, which are so fire, by the way, if you haven't tried them, highly recommend. But when you put them under the broiler or put them in the oven, they melt like real cheese. They don't just like stay in their block shape. So I like their provolone slices. Their mozzarella slices are my favorite and they also have a great cheddar. The next brand that I just recently found is Good Planet. Their dairy-free cheese is so good. I don't know if this one is as extensively sold as Follow Your Heart and Miyoko's. It's at like a one local grocery store around here. They have this sliced garlic and herb cheese that is so good. (laughs) I use it all the time in like grilled cheeses. I eat it just by the slice, honestly. The seasoning in it is just so good and the cheese itself is also super great. I will make this chicken parmesan inspired dish all the time with my family and we put these slices of the garlic and herb good planet cheeses and just let it melt in the oven. This one doesn't melt as well as follow your heart but it still does melt well and it adds so much flavor. It's so good. Highly recommend that one. That's a new one and they also have like other interesting flavored cheeses that I haven't gotten around to trying. I know they have like a smoked one. I have the smoked mozzarella shreds in my fridge right now and it's super good but they also have like different flavored slice ones that I haven't tried. The next category are cream cheeses. So there are not a ton of cream cheese alternative options and some of them that I've tried are a little icky. So these ones I do like. The Tofuti Better Than Cream Cheese is super good in recipes that just require like plain cream cheese and also just like on a bagel or something. But Kite Hill has like the more fun flavored cream cheeses like Jive. That's honestly the only one I can think of right now, but they have other ones. I think they have like an everything but the bagel inspired one. And both of these brands taste very similar to dairy filled cream cheese. So if you're looking for a great cream cheese, especially for like maybe a cream cheese frosting, or like I said, cream cheese on its own on like a bagel or something, those would be the two brands that I recommend the most. So for yogurt, I have three big recommendations. Forager and Kite Hill are pretty neck and neck for me, coming in second place for my favorite yogurts. These are nut-based, so if you have a nut allergy, wouldn't recommend them, but they are more traditional flavored yogurts in the sense where they have like blueberry flavored, vanilla flavored, um, and these are more extensively sold across the U.S. and 
possibly worldwide. Um, but my all-time favorite yogurt, you guys know where this is going, Nancy's. Nancy's is a relatively small company. I know it's based in Springfield, so I don't know if it's only sold in the in Illinois, but it is the best dairy-free yogurt that I've ever tasted. I get their original flavor. It's in this blue container. I literally called my grocery store when they stopped selling it and requested that they start selling it again. I go once a week to get my fill because I put it on my oatmeal every day. It is so good. It tastes just like regular yogurt and it's oat milk based. So not allergies are a-okay with this yogurt and it's not super heavy. I feel like a lot of the other dairy-free yogurts are pretty low in protein and are relatively high in calories. But I feel like Nancy's is has probiotics, is relatively high in protein for a plant-based yogurt, and is not super high in calories. So it is just the trifecta. I love Nancy's. Use it in my recipes. Use it every day on my oatmeal. Cannot recommend it enough. If it is in your grocery store, go get it. The next category are chocolate slash chocolate chips. So a little heads up that I'm sure many people already know. Most chocolate bars at grocery stores, if you get a dark enough chocolate, will not have milk in it. But if you aren't a dark chocolate person, here are some of my favorites. So Lily's chocolate chips, their dark chocolate chips might be the only dairy-free ones. I use them all the time in my baking. They are my go-to. They have no added sugar. I love Lily's. Another amazing brand for chocolate chips, if you're looking for like a semi-sweet or like a chocolate chunk kind of vibe, are Enjoy Life. These are also so good and very widely spread sold. Would that be the word? (laughs) And they're just super great for baking and they are free of the top eight allergens. So they are super obviously allergen friendly. Another brand that I love for like gourmet chocolate bars is Rawway Chocolates. So that's spelled R-A-W-A-Y. They have such good flavored chocolate bars. I have a ton in my pantry right now. My favorite, I believe is called Jungle Peanut. It's like this peanut nougat surrounded by a dark chocolate. So good. Their entire line is raw and vegan. Cannot recommend it enough. They Those are ordered online, but so worth it. A, another category is ice cream. So ice cream is another tough one for my dairy-free peeps. It was definitely really tough for me when I first went dairy-free. There are a lot of alternatives available now, but a lot of them are very high in added sugar if that's something that you're weary of. Um, And some of them just don't have a great consistency. So this is kind of my top four. And these are kind of all have their own special reasoning. So Fronin is a Chicago-based company. So gotta love Chicago. And it is a banana-based ice cream. A lot of people obviously make nice cream a banana-based ice cream at their house. So if you don't want to do that, Fronin is a great alternative. They have a really small ingredient list. If that's also something that you look for, it's like five ingredients per pint. 
their chocolate is a great chocolate ice cream. I know they have a cinnamon, a strawberry, and also their vanilla I've tried, which is really good. Another brand is Natamu. They have the best mint chocolate that I've tried. I love Natamu. Natamu was one of my first companies that I found when I went dairy-free for ice cream, and this is sold pretty extensively. I know it's in all Whole Foods, um, and so if you have a Whole Foods by you, you'll be able to find it, and I believe it's also sold in other grocery stores. If you kind of want to treat yourself, not really looking at the added sugars, Jenny's is delicious. They have a darkest chocolate, dairy-free, and it is so good. If you have a Jenny's by you, this is like the richest, creamiest ice cream that is dairy-free that I've ever found. They also have a Texas sheet cake that is supposed to be super good. I obviously am gluten-free, so I can't try that, but if you are just dairy-free, I would recommend the Texas sheet cake. It's chocolate on chocolate, my favorite combo, so highly recommend that. The next are the So Delicious bars, so this is great if you want like an ice cream bar. They have like chocolate almond bars, they have chocolate caramel bars. These are great just to have in the freezer if you kind of want a little dairy-free treat, and they are nut-based, I believe. They're almond-based, but they have coconut milk ones as well if if that is your go-to dairy-free choice. The last main category are protein shakes slash protein bars for all my gym rats out there. My top protein bars are RX, No, and No Cow. So No Cow is like a very protein protein bar. Um, they have them at Walgreens and CVS. The chocolate brownie one is my favorite. I used to eat these a lot uh, my freshman year of college after I would go to the gym or anything like that. Um, They definitely have like a protein bar texture. So if you are looking for like more of a chocolate bar kind of vibe, this wouldn't really be it. Like you can definitely tell that it's a protein bar, um, but I still think it's really good and it has upwards of 20 grams of protein. So super great if you want a big protein punch. Uh, RX bars are great if you're looking for a really small ingredient list. Uh, Everything is very natural. It's basically just dates, nuts, and egg whites. Not vegan, obviously. Um, And I love them on the go. I used to have them every morning for breakfast in college. Uh, They are not as high in protein as other protein bars, but they are a great snack if you want some protein, fats, and carbs. My favorite protein shakes, uh, I have a lot of favorite protein powders. There's a lot of them listed on my Instagram. LiveWell is a great one. Um, Ripple is one of my favorites that is super easy to find at Target. Uh, And they also have protein shakes that I haven't tried, but my two favorite protein shakes that I have tried are Evolve and this brand called O-W-Y-N. It stands for Only What You Need. Uh, They are both vegan. Their chocolate shakes are great to have in the fridge if you want um, a quick protein shake after a workout and you don't want to use protein powder. And they both taste like chocolate milk, so gotta love it. Now I have some miscellaneous items. Um, If you were a big fish and chips fan when you were not gluten-free, I highly recommend the Trader Joe's Battered Halibut. It's super easy to just pop in the oven. 
um, and it tastes like fried fish. I mean, that's what it is, <laughs> but it is gluten-free, so it is a great alternative to a traditional fish and chips. The next item I have is Ian's Chicken Nuggets. These are at most grocery stores, and they are the best gluten-free chicken nuggets I've ever tried. We always have them in our freezer. We haven't actually eaten them in a while, but they were such a go-to for a couple months span at the beginning of quarantine. We used to have these like every day for lunch because they're so easy to just pop in the oven and they get so crispy, so good. Best gluten-free chicken nuggets I've ever had. And the next item are Simple Mills almond flour crackers. So I used to eat saltines just out of the box. <laughs> they might be pretty bland, but I always craved them when I was younger, and these Simple Mill almond flour crackers have really satisfied that craving post-gluten-free journey, and I highly recommend them. They are really widely sold. Costco, I believe, carries them now, and most grocery stores have them. They are so great for if you're sick, um, and you would have like a chicken noodle soup with some crackers. These are a great gluten-free alternative to those crackers, and I eat them all the time, even when I'm not sick. The last item I have are the Knickknack graham crackers. These are the best gluten-free graham cracker store-bought alternatives I have ever found being gluten-free. I actually just posted a gluten-free graham cracker recipe, so check that out if you haven't. Um, but if you just want to buy store-bought graham crackers, Knickknack is the best, and I would highly recommend buying those. You can also make uh, graham cracker powder, graham cracker crumbs <laughs> out of these graham crackers uh, for any recipes you might need that need to be gluten-free. I have not ever found a better graham cracker than Knickknack. So that settles my list for today. Like I said, let me know if you like these type of episodes. I'm looking to have some more guests soon, um, but I've been so busy with classes that I have not been able to schedule anyone. So I'm hoping that you guys are liking these kind of top fleeky lists. Um, and that's all I have today. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you guys next week.